0: Hi this is Geraldine Orozco and you're listening to Awaken Nation with Brad Solis.
1: A huge shift is taking place on planet Earth. People seem to be waking up. Tired of the way things used to be, they are creating something brand new and changing the world we live in. My name is Brad Solis, and I get to sit down with the next generation of idea makers, the disruptors and the game changers. Everyday people just like you and me from all over we're doing amazing things. Welcome to Awakened Nation. I have been excited to get you on the show and uh, for several reasons. Uh, the, the transformational work that you're doing, the meditation work that you're doing, all that is just incredibly powerful work. And I'd like to introduce our audience to Geraldine Orozco. Uh, Geraldine is the founder of Bay Area Meditation and Space Meditation Studio in San Francisco, California. She is also an international speaker, radio host, pranic quantum, and shamanic energy healer. She is an Akashic intuitive, psychic meditation expert, Qigong master, collective trauma researcher, and archetypal social theorist. That's a mouthful, isn't it? Uh, she, is re- she is currently working on her first book, DNA Origins and the hybridization and ascension program Uh, on october 14 2013 geraldine experienced a vivid abduction from her home in california where she recounts being introduced to eight hybrid children the next morning she discovers that she now has powerful hypersensitivity to the human electromagnetic field and an ability to see the multi-dimensional bodies energetic cords contracts and ancestral lineage with manifestations to their earth grid connections. And we're going to go into so much more. Uh, please welcome to the show, Geraldine. Thank you for coming Hi. on.
0: Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. Thanks for this amazing platform.
1: You're welcome. So let's dig in. Uh, let's talk about when you woke up. What what was that moment? I mean, you you were abducted. Take us through that because this um this could scare the hell out of anybody i think um but let us know what was that like
0: yeah um so in reality my awakening um from beginning to end is is really as as it is for most of us kind of a lifelong process and um well, my journey actually began, and I'm going to take you a little bit before that, just so you can understand kind of the overview and context of all of this. Uh, 2009, um, my partner passed away, and I think for me, that was my the point where it really took me into the journey of uh, discovering, questioning all things, all reality and everything. Um, I was very blessed, and I am very blessed with a very spiritual family, which is always um, inspiring us to, you know, question reality, look at different religions, and growing up, you know, I had the opportunity of experiencing and participating in many different kinds of religions, I mean, from Buddhism to Zen to uh, looking at Sufism, um, you know, Hinduism, Uh, even the Muslim religion and, of course, Christianity, Catholicism, many different sects from there. And um, all of that, I believe, was a strong foundation for how I was going to perceive what was going to occur later on in my life. And um, I think after 2009, when I started to first uh, question everything, I, I went in to do shamanic training, which called to me because it talked about I uh, spoke to understanding the physical body, the multidimensional body, understanding, um, you know, energy, how energy works, how life force is moving through us. And that was fascinating to me. But I, I didn't take uh, the courses with the focus of being a healer at that point. Right, you know, right. it was just really more education and learning and curiosity. Um, you know, I also had another business that I was uh, started in 2010, um, that was tremendously life consuming, and what happened is in two thousand and thirteen when I had that abduction, and I literally one night three thirty three in the morning I wake up, I look at my phone three thirty three get out of my bed, go to my window to try to figure out what this brilliant light is. Um, my body is paralyzed, and i 'm taken out of my room into a craft uh, with six Called grays. And you know, this is paradigm shattering for me because I haven't been involved in this ET phenomena. You know, I wasn't, I'm, none, none of my religious studies really took me there because obviously I hadn't gone that far enough to even question that. Um, but it just wasn't in my reality, wasn't in my paradigm. And on board craft, along with a lot of very interesting uh, things that they shared with me, I was introduced to my hybrid children. Uh, Eight hybrid children of which four of them were literally introduced to me and connected with these children. And that was huge. Um, You know, and, and at that moment, the impact and the connection is so powerful that you really don't even think or question how they came to be. That really, for me, came later. You know, and what happened after this experience is the very next uh, uh, morning, or that, or you know, when they left me in my home, I'm upside down at the end of my bed. My bed is open, you know, I'm up, I'm facing down. So that would never ever happen, never has happened, um, you know, and so, but still, I questioned, like, what was that? You know, was that a dream? Was that what happened? Was I lucid dreaming? Like, how could that be? realer than real life. It's an experience that's realer than real life. And I, you know, I actually hear that with other experiencers and it's just the best way to to explain that. It's just fascinating. And it wasn't until the next Monday that I am faced in front of my client, my meditation client, and my student is um, sitting next to me very, uh, you know, perplexed with all kinds of problems that are happening to her and she's stressed out and oh my gosh I can feel absolutely everything she's feeling. I can see her entire multidimensional body. I can see the blockages, the cords. I can see everything and I mean at that point I just feel nauseous, and I'm like wow what is what happened? How, where did this come from? So you know that for me was my confirmation of, of what had happened. And it was a very powerful thing to have to kind of relearn how to be this human who has this hypersensitivity to everything around them. And, you know, it had its ups and downs. And it wasn't, uh, I mean, for many years, from 2013 until 2017, when I finally made the decision to take what had happened seriously. Because, you know, I, I was struggling with myself, struggling with my... Um, in my plans for the future. You know, my business was finally at a successful point And, um, you know, we were becoming internationally known. And my partner at the time was like, don't you dare talk about the ET contract. You know, don't talk about any of those things with anyone. You're going to look like a crazy person and focus on the future and the family and all these things. And, you know, and I just realized that I really couldn't live this this these two lives you know i it was important not only to me but my thing was if i experienced a process of giving birth somehow to these uh, beings who else is experiencing such a thing and why aren't we talking about it and even if it's a phenomena like uh, some kind of um, psych- psychological phenomena we still need to talk about that you know so um I got my regression in 2017 and that's when, I mean, it was just everything opened up on an even deeper level. You know, I was able to go deep into seeing um, massive amounts of information about our history through our DNA origins, through history, life seeding on this planet, and understanding that not only were humans participating in a hybridization program, but ourselves are potentially a hybridized um, species. You know, that's when things got really uh, interesting. And um, in addition to being able to see the multidimensional body, it was like linking this understanding of ourselves as a human organism in this reality.
1: That's incredible. This is for those of you who are listening. This is powerful. A lot of you may be listening, and you may have doubts, but I can tell you this: the human race is a race of beings that has amnesia. Maybe this all sounds, you know, out there to some people, but I can tell you this: your television is giving off. Uh, not just electromagnetic energy but it's giving off a bandwidth that actually sends your brain into I believe it's alpha state so you almost sit there watching a television and you go to sleep uh, consciously you're not really awake and Geraldine is the type of person that has uh, for lack of a better word let's say you were zapped uh, by that visitation that that abduction and now you're activated at the optimum level. So human beings have the potential to be exactly like Geraldine is and operate in the same way to see things. And I can tell you uh, for myself, slowly I've been waking up. And that's part of the reason why I put this podcast together. I've seen people wake up. I've seen people suddenly gain powers like yours. And even for myself, I now can sense and feel things that I never was able to do before. And this is incredibly powerful. Uh, what is going on, Geraldine? And I, I, you talk about this, you you underwent uh, some very public regressions with Alba Weinman, Barbara Lamb, uh, Misha Johnson, and you were traversing the multi-dimensions of reality, um, and you were mapping out the structure of the universe, identifying how the soul's DNA plays a vital role in the sustainability of a massive hybridization program, but i want i want to dig back into where you were just talking about where you could feel all this you could sense all this you and and you just you saw what was going on uh tell our listeners a little bit about and help us connect the diamonds here
0: yes um absolutely so you know it, it was interesting and i think it's funny how how it's not funny but obviously it's the beauty of this life is is very is very interesting. I mean, if you look at the history of my life of uh, you know going through an education of learning how to utilize uh, energy, understanding pranic healing, quantum healing and shamanic energy training i mean it, it was like those were it was like the groundwork for what was going to happen, and when I had the activation um, it's like I can see everything that they were talking about in those lessons, but even further, even understand multidimensionally how those things are functioning, the mechanisms of, of the body, of the etheric body. And I understood the structure of the human organism. I understood what it meant to have uh, what we are as consciousness. And so being able to explain that to people, to draw it out part by part, I think is very important because that allowed me to understand the importance of every moment and of presence. Of course we hear, um, you know, the power of now, so on and so forth in our community, but what does that really mean? I mean, from active and and physical, you know, you're tying the aesthetic and the physical together into something that we are now learning how to live, you know, through. And so, um, well, I, I can briefly explain, explain if you'd like, you know, how that consciousness enters. Sure, the too. I, I would love okay. to hear that. Okay, um, so consider that in this matrix multiverse, uh, the fabric of all things created is infinite consciousness. And how consciousness moves within different organisms i 'm going to refer to this matrix multiverse as an organism and i 'm going to refer as ourselves as humans as an organisms as well almost as if we are some kind of structure of an organic body which in a way we are okay and everything is modeled in a way where we are fra- fractals of each other and it's an infinite pattern of fractals that is from down to the the cellular molecular level to the larger macrocosmic structure of reality. And what that helps us do, in a way, it simplifies our understanding of how to interact with these things around us. And when consciousness is coming in to a dimension, this three-dimensional reality that we live in, like, a, like light shining through a prism, in that same way it fragments and what happens is consciousness comes in and it fragments within the body in uh, of course creating a rainbow as you know of information and the rainbow is simply frequency it's just a range of frequency lower frequency to higher frequency now um, because of the structure of the universe not only is the universe moving in a spiral form uh, which means that time is not linear it is also functioning on this uh, trajectory of like an axis which Mm -hmm. means that everything has multiple dimensions to it so our human organism that is sustaining this consciousness that is fragmented becomes compartmentalized into certain energy points, vortices within the body that are an accumulation of energy and information. Okay, And this information is, is magnetically attracted to each other based on its frequency. So within the root chakra we have specific experiences and programming uh, from past or future um, and I'm going to explain that in a second, aspects of ourselves that are there within the chakra system. And we access that information through every single uh, experience, everything that uh, we are being triggered, everything that we're perceiving is uh, kind of being filtered through those filtration systems of the body. So what's interesting about this is that not only are we processing that information based on what's occurring here and now, but the human organism functions like a web. I like to use the analogy of a web, like a spider's web. And we are, let's say, the spider at the center of that web. But connected to us is every single one of these threads that are connecting to fragments of ourselves. I mentioned before the structure of this universe is working in fractals and that, that uh, applies also to the way information functions. So the way consciousness is fragmented as it comes into different dimensions so are we fragmented as consciousness. And uh, depending on the experiences that we undergo The soul will fragment, especially when it goes through trauma, for example. But also, we hold within our larger organism fragments of ourselves that are simultaneously living in this moment. So, there again, there is no timeline, there is no past and future. Everything is more like this spiral or round kind of organ organism in which fragments of ourselves are. Uh, you know aspects that are connected to us and we have the ability of accessing that information and we do this is why we go through regression and we have the experience of having past lives it's not really past lives right. they are fragments of ourselves okay. that are simultaneously becoming conscious through the access of that of that aspect of ourselves and so the important thing when it comes to healing the body is understanding that your present moment consists of accessing all of these fragments of yourself which are opportunities to reintegrate fragments of yourself and so that's basically what um, you know. I was able to literally see and I see in people when I work with them is at, look at this web take a look at the information that is there and what's interesting is that when consciousness comes into the physical body not only does it connect um, to this physical projection of consciousness but the physical projection is connected to another network within the three-dimensional timeline which is your 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 genetic make your physical body and that's when we start talking about DNA because the DNA is basically like a computing system that records All of that information inside an ancestral lineage that connects you to other of your fragments that are living in the network. And um, these networks, these families, these connections are also united and connected through frequency, through resonance. They are organisms that are all sharing a certain lesson, a certain experience that must be um, kind of worked through. As a collective, and this happens uh, in, as a collective consciousness, as a, as a race, not just in family networks.
1: And and also, want to interject: there's there's country uh, as well as origin, where your your DNA lineage comes from, soul lineage as well. All this is happening all at once.
0: Country and, and that part is is really part of the. System physical, this limited physical, uh, you know, dimension. But um, the origin, I mean, we're, we're talking about even our star seed connections or, you know, our, our the what we think are alien aspects of ourselves because all we're talking about is how consciousness has fragmented in a scale from frequency, higher to lower frequency, and those are manifesting in different races of species. Even humans are in that scale. So, um, you know, the higher frequencies are, let's say, what we can consider the future, the lower can be the past. And so we access this information. All of us have that. That's a part of all of us.
1: Right. In other words. Yeah. This, I told you, I warned everybody when they get on this show, we're going to go deep. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, for those of you who are following along, uh, consciousness is a particular type of awareness that is independent of the mind and our existence, it may seem right now like you're in a physical world and some of the things we're talking about may seem like, whoa, that's truth, but it's, it's like beyond my ability to comprehend. But you are comprehending it because how many of you have gravitated towards a period of history? How many of you have this gut feeling of emotional pain and yet you've had nothing happen in this lifetime that you could really say traumatized you? Or let's say you have a physical pain and you've never worked in construction or done anything, but you can't figure out why you have this pain. Part of the reason and what Geraldine is getting at is we are operating in all dimensions at all times through all these various connections. We've actually become fragmented and the only reality we're accessing is the one that we're just accessing with our conscious mind. So um, thank you for blowing our minds today, Geraldine. <laughs> so, let's continue. Um, this, this dimension, how do you heal it? How do you help with this?
0: Yeah, thank you for bringing that up. Because um, I, know, I know that these, these uh, topics seem massive, but... I'm the kind of person that I need to look at the bigger picture to be able to make sense of things. I need to understand the mechanisms of how these things work. Because without that, you know, everyday practices, spiritual wisdom, like those things don't sometimes seem even further, more abstract. And we can't connect. We can't integrate with them. So if we understand how this organism functions, then we can understand why spirituality is Speaking to aspects of ourselves, like consciousness, like healing, like being this vital, high vibrational being, right. right? And the link there is. So, I was mentioning we're connected to this network. So, what what happens? Let's bring it home here. Um, how does that affect us? We are. Let's say we're going through our lives. We have a negative coworker in our office who's making us feel really bad. Okay, all the time. They're always making, putting us down. They're always Doing these things to make us feel unworthy and whatnot. So there's something that's being triggered there through that experience. And what happens is that we, over time, we become exhausted with having to handle and deal and learn how to manage other people's negative influence on our lives. And what we'll notice is that we look further, this is an example, we start to look at the pattern of these kinds of triggers in our lives. And it's through these triggers that lies the importance of understanding the connections because we are living through our triggers which are something that we are pulling not only from what's happening here and now, but we're pulling from the filing system that is something that is occurring on another timeline or the past or something that happened to our grandmother because genetically we are cycling through trauma, cyclical trauma that is literally in our DNA which is being accessed by the mind, which is being accessed by the brain, by the um, nervous system, by the endocrine system. The entire body is reacting to those triggers and of course as an organism, as an intelligent organism we pull from the nearest information and that's what we are acting out. And so, you know, that becomes an issue because then we fall into these patterns of behavior. And what we don't realize is that these patterns of behavior are things that our mother, our our father was dealing with, our our great-grandmother, so on and so forth, they are things that are in our families that we are not realizing that we're all kind of working through. And when someone becomes aware of the blockages, these now turn into blockages because we feel blocked. We don't know how to get through them. We don't know how to, how to process this information. We don't even know how to navigate emotionally what we're experiencing. So first, we have to uh, understand our emotions. I, I like to say we need to meet our emotions because um, as a society, you were talking about how we've become... The, we, we become suppressed in a way where everything is compartmentalized and when things are compartmentalized um, for an organism that is so massively connected to everything around it it then uh, is unaware of itself turning into this helpless um, being that isn't conscious of how to connect or um, you know integrate the things that are occurring around them and that is a a very huge issue it 's a very huge issue, and it's a, it's a disservice to our, ourselves as a society. The sooner we become aware of that compartmentalization and how that's occurring for us not only in our families but uh, in, even in our identity as a sex, even in our society our religion our you know our cultures our race um how government is handling things, so on and so forth. All of those things are, um, there are uh, systems that we are applying to how we see ourselves. And so that becomes an issue because the human organism wants to categorize things as good and bad. You know, the reptilian brain wants to categorize things as white and black. And that is uh, not how we are naturally created to function that creates a separation in our perception, and so when we start to have triggers, we want to say, oh, this is good, this is bad behavior, and so there's a severe, uh, uh, you know, kind of like a, it's like a blockage that occurs because we're not allowing ourselves to really understand and um, naturally process what's occurring to us. So. Uh, what happens over time is that we are then having stagnant programs. Um, these are false false programs and false perceptions of ourselves and how to process events. Um, you know, everything becomes um, destructive, everything becomes separate, isolated, and that's an illusion. It's an illusion because the integration of those things, the ability to look at things from a neutral perspective, allows for integration of all things, right. and healing requires accessing those trigger points, and as a human, if you can access that and heal those experiences through this kind of trauma DNA reprogramming, um, you are literally accessing the fragments of yourself that are in those past timelines in the now. And you not only heal yourself, but you heal your entire network because this is ancestral grid work, basically. You know, and oftentimes in these sessions, we're looking at ancestors that are connected to your origins, to other countries. And we pull up all of those, clean up those cyclical patterns that you're living through
1: basically wow. wow Geraldine how do our guests get a hold of you because uh let us know your website because this is powerful if you want to get some healing if you want to uh take those ancestral traumas your your uh, family DNA all the way up to where that trauma began uh how do we get a hold of you Geraldine,
0: Geraldine com.
1: How do you spell that
0: It's D-E-R-A-L-D-I-N-E Last name, O-R-O-V-C-O dot com.
1: Nice. Excellent. And uh, also, you have a meditation site as well, uh, I believe? Yeah.
0: My corporate meditation, I teach corporate meditation programs for companies that want to change wellness in their everyday practice, and it is uh, Bay meditation.com And yes. you can also visit hybridmother.com for support of the hybridization program if you are a participant in the hybridization program.
1: Excellent. I'll repeat those for you, and we'll put those in the show notes. It's uh, Area Meditation.com, and HybridMother.com. Let's continue this conversation. I want to get in a little bit deeper. Uh, we've talked about the grid. We've talked about the healing. We've talked about soul, and uh, I always find this fascinating because uh, I have learned that time is cyclical. Uh, we can believe in past lives and we can even be regressed and have those open, but everything's all happening at once is really what's happening. Um, but I want to talk about this. four. Di- you talk about four different hybridization multiplication programs uh, resulting in 24 hybrid children. Uh, and you were in a, a documentary series about this as well. And also you, you talk about um, your most recent experiences involved in military laboratories uh, in the United States. Let's let's delve into that a little bit now.
0: Absolutely, so you're asking about the four different hybridization program, um, is that right? Yes. Um, great, so in 2017 when I got my regression, um, it's the second regression. I think it's 178 by Alva Weinman. You're welcome to check that out on YouTube. It, goes, it is a bit graphic and it goes into uh, the process and the procedures of the hybridization program. And not only that, but I found that I not only had those experiences, but I have been a lifelong abductee since I was five years old. Wow. And, um, you know, in these regressions, I go back to my very first abduction when I was five years old, or contact or experience, whatever you'd like to call it. It's it's a lifelong procedure, and depending on which agenda or group of consciousness was interacting with me at that time, it would define the kind of experience that it had, and it, would, it also defines the product that was created from the hybridization program. So the four different hybridization programs um, that I was a part of, range from what you can consider high frequency, low frequency, in order to define that. Um, But I was a part of a draconian Draconian, uh, program, reptilian, humanoid, pleiadian, and military, my lab experience. And um, each one of them is different in the way that they carry out the procedures of the hybridization program and that's why I really talk in depth about them because they really help us as experiencers understand and identify what we're going through. And even then, you've got to understand this topic is so, it's very difficult because we are talking about a couple things, we're talking about consciousness, we're talking about an intelligence that is so far beyond our technology. It's hard for us to grasp, it's hard for us to put into terms, you know, how this is actually occurring. And In reality, our physics and our science limits us tremendously in understanding all of this. When I talk about the kind of procedures that are done, um, I'll just briefly go through, through these. For example, in the Draconian program, in order to be prepared to be a part of the hybridization program, you will have visitations. Uh, that involve uh, implantation of technology and this technology is not only utilized to uh, prepare the body for when you are being extracted into these events or also to monitor the body, monitor the body, the systems of the body, how things are going, the energetic levels, everything. And so each one of these different agendas uh, has a different way of uh, carrying this program out. The implants that are put in the body are in different parts of the body. They function different. Some are actually physical, some are ethereal, uh, etheric, so it really just depends. Now, um, when the, uh, the first part after the implantation of technology will be the insemination process which occurs when you're prepared and ready. The, body, the physical body is ready and for me that occurred when I was 16 years old. So my first implantation occurred when I was actually living in Bolivia I lived there for two years during high school and um, the experience was very vivid. They took me into um, kind of a chair that looked like a dental chair where you sit and the insemination process begins. And the interesting thing about this is that when that happened, you know, the body goes into this state of rejection, a severe rejection. The organism rejects whatever is being implanted in the body. So every time, and this is documented medically for me that I had an uh, abduction experience in my life, I ended up very ill or something occurred. And in that particular experience, for example, I ended up with a horrific kind of like a stomach flu, what I thought was a stomach flu. You know, my uncle who was a doctor at the time gave me antibiotics to uh, because he thought it was some kind of a bacteria or disease or something. Right. You know, And he's like, you know, take these antibiotics. But I ended up having a tremendous allergic reaction to them. And I guess at that point, you, obviously, you're never going to link the dots between being sick and ET contact. You know, this is so far <laughs> out of the paradigm. True. You, you would never even imagine or fathom of a possibility. See? So um, this kind of event happened several times in my life. And every time I would end up at the hospital with something, which doesn't happen very often because I, I, I live a very healthy life, any time that my cycle would be out of balance any time that i would experience a miscarriage even when i am not partnered with someone became pregnant during those times these are things that when you go to the doctor the gynecologist says oh you know you're under a lot of stress or maybe you want to have a child so much and i was never the kind of person that was like dying to have children. You know, so, so a lot of their medical explanations never made sense to me during that right. time. And you still don't question whether it's EP contact. Never. Right. right. And so until I got the regression and looked closely at every single one of these experiences then they started to make sense. Everything made sense. The abductions that were cleared, the procedures, the technology that they put into your body. For example, one time they put this this body suit within the body in order to sustain a certain frequency. Because you gotta understand these are these are beings that are out of our dimension. They're beyond our dimension. Right. You know, so the question is how can how can, you know, they put this organism in your body? Your body would die, you know, with that level of frequency. They create like this kind of insulation within uh, the womb to sustain a certain frequency for the gestation process of the specific fetus, which is a genetically, you know, modified creation, basically. Right. So At the time of, of of removal, you know, when they're retrieving uh, the fetus, which usually happens, uh, you know, three weeks. The longest time was three months for me usually we will experience a kind of a um, miscarriage, but there won't be anything left. There won't be anything right. um, you know, within the uterus. So I talk about these things very openly because these are very real things that I have women coming to me that are experiencing this and how how the connection is what's happening psychologically when these things are occurring. I mean, we're having dreams, we're having visions of ETs. Um, and for me, that wasn't even the case for me in my I and mean, I didn't have those kinds of dreams and experiences that I recall. I just ended up at the hospital the next day. Wow. Uh, you know, that's that. Now let's talk about the mylab. Um, mylab happened more recently, and uh, it happened when I was speaking at a conference in Colorado, and I was there with two with a, a group of other speakers. We were staying at an Airbnb together in Colorado, in the Colorado Hills. And I wake up at four in the morning, and my sweater is soaking wet, like all like my entire chest of the sweater is soaking wet. And I'm screaming I oh I didn't scream but yell something out in the middle of the night and I'm I'm rooming with two other people with me, two speakers. So embarrassed, you know, I go back to sleep and it wasn't until Sunday on our trip back that I mentioned to one of them, hey, you know, I'm so sorry. I don't know if I woke you up the other night. I had like this nightmare and the nightmare was literally that a, a man in a white coat was coming to me with a large injection to inject into my arm and that's what I woke up. And I asked her and I say, hey, do you recall what I was saying or what do you, do you hear what I said? And for example, she says, oh yes, I just woke up a minute before that and I heard exactly what you said. And so she tells me, what I said was, I'm not alone. I am not the only one. So, you know, it's kind of odd. So we start talking, we start comparing notes, we start talking about our dreams, and it turns out that we were in the exact same environment, exact same dream. Wow. You know, and what makes this powerful is that we both got regression for it. And we were very clear on everything that had happened an underground base, uh, we know, I, I know the location, the department, who's running it, what happened. then months later, at another conference that I was speaking at, I meet the other person that was rooming in the home with us, and I happened to say hello to her and, um, she's, and I and I just thought, you know, let me ask her if she saw or felt anything weird that evening, and immediately she 's like, Oh yes, white van, white van.' and i mean when she said that you know it sent chills down my spine but white van was exactly what we saw and we were taken out of the uh, airbnb into a white van taken to the field uh, down an elevator down 24 floors and both of us the three of us at that point had experienced this and were sharing parts and details of it so how how this hybridization program is different is that the procedures is that they are removing It's like a spinal tap. They're removing spinal fluid um, and the DNA that is within the spine is what they utilize to carry out a cloning program, a replication program. Wow. um, Yeah, and it was so painful that I couldn't, I do yoga every day, I couldn't do yoga, I could barely walk um, because my back was killing me for two months after that and it was horrible. So so this is when things become real, you know, they're no longer a fantasy or a dream or an illusion, you know, and and this is something that's happened all my life now. So we're bridging the gap between reality and illusion here. And this happens for thousands of people around the world.
1: Well, I just want to throw this out. I've seen a UFO and I don't know if mine was alien, but this thing was only 80 feet above my head. So I believe it was the military side of the, the UFO phenomenon. But people need to know, over 300,000 reports happen every single year about someone either seeing a UFO, having contact with a UFO, or being abducted. And even some of the leading scientists like Jay Allen Hynek When he first went into the program, his job was to disprove all of it. He thought it was nonsense, he's a PhD in this, and after years of being in Project Blue Book, he said, there's something going on and we need to be concerned about it. And the nations of the world, except for one, (laughs) has revealed all their uh, unidentified flying objects and unidentified submersible objects, phenomena of sightings, abductions, you name it, in this hybrid program, they've revealed all of it. Hundreds of countries have come forward and done this, except the United States. We we still have a blackout here in the United States. And last but not least, there was a high-ranking Air Force female captain who had been. Um, she was part of the hybrid program. She actually had a full belly, was pregnant, and carried almost a full term, and then suddenly the kid's gone. And. People wanna talk, oh, this is not, hey, this is happening, you need to wake up, we're being treated like cattle here on planet Earth, and people um, aren't quite, um, you know, crossing over and saying, oh my goodness, maybe we should pay attention more to this. Geraldine, we're, kind of, we're at the end of the show, oh my goodness, it went so fast, I wanna have you on again. Um, a piece of serendipity happened when I reached out to have you on the show, There was a documentary that I accidentally clicked on. I don't know how it came in my feed, and you were in it. What's the name of that documentary?
0: Oh, um, I'm not sure. (laughs) What documentary is this?
1: I I forget where it was. It was like, um, oh, Extraordinary, the Seeding. Extraordinary
0: Seeding, yes. That's the documentary that I'm a part of, yes. It's about the hybridization program.
1: I couldn't believe it you're sitting there on, on the thing and i'm like whoa uh i want to thank you for the power of what you were talking about i want to thank you for um having the guts to come forward uh and once again everybody can reach out and get you at geraldina area bayareameditation.com and hybridmother.com please get in touch with her if you've uh had an abduction if you would like to have some healing Um, if you want to take it to another level because we all have these implants in us and all these different things. Uh, And thank you so much for being on today's show.
0: Thank you so much for having me. It's been an honor. Thank you.
1: Thank you very much. Take care, everybody. Thank you to thank you so much for being a big part of the awaken nation movement this is how you can help me and our extraordinary guests if you guys enjoyed this episode please share it out on facebook twitter and instagram and let's grow this movement by word of mouth our success will be because of you thank you and see you next week